everybody, a warm welcome to another interview on Wisdom from North. I'm Janneke and today it's such an honor for me to be here with Matthias De Stefano. At a very young age, Matthias was able to remember his connection to the Arkashic records and this information gave him a powerful understanding of the universe and the different layers of reality that we all exist in and his dream is to help everyone understand how the universe operates and the different purposes that each and every one of us has. Hello Matthias, welcome to the show, how are you today? Hi, good, thank you for inviting me. Sure. Now, I'm really excited about delving into your knowledge because you've lived quite an extraordinary life and I'd love to move into dimensions today to understand more about how the universe operates because I've never met anyone with that knowledge. And from what I understand, this has been with you all your life, so you kind of felt that you were different. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience being a human with these extraordinary memories, uh, cosmic memories, you can say. Yes, um, I, well, uh, I, I was born with this. For me, it was always normal. It was all the time like that since I was born. Um, but the first 10 years of my life, I had this um, connection with all the beings that were in other dimensions that they used to explain me how to be a human. They used to explain me how to understand other people, how to understand nature. Um, they, they would teach me about emotions and the cosmos and everything. But um, uh, they usually used to say, uh, then you will remember, then you will remember. So when I was 12 years old, um, so, uh, there was a day that one, uh, two of them came and said, you will stop seeing us, you will hear us, but you will not able to see us anymore because next week you will start to remember. So, <clears throat> so, so uh, seven days after that, I I start to remember um, like past lives, but um, suddenly it was not just past lives; it was everything, even in between the lives, in different realities, in different situations, and um, so it's been like many years. Uh, my whole uh, teenage teenager uh, was like um, constantly every day remembering a little bit more about my lives, the universe, dimensions, realities. But <laughs> it was not information; it was all emotional. Oh. And I was lucky to have a family that uh, that was not religion; they didn't have any ideas, so they thought I was a very creative person until my mom realized that um, there was something weird going on too. <clears throat> so she started to look for, for help um, to understand what, what was happening. So suddenly we met some people that helped, uh, psychologists, and so that helped me, helped me to understand that what I was remembering was something that they were looking for their whole life to understand. So. Um, so they they helped me to understand um, uh, and my memories and and so and when I was 17, 18 years old, I kind of uh, well I did um, a therapy that organizes everything within me like it was like an instant and I could understand why I was here and everything that I have 
come to here uh, to to do here. It was like order or ordering like put in order to a library, <laughs> something like that. Yes, because I can imagine that it can be confusing <coughs> having access to a, a memory from all these realities. In a sense, trying to be in this reality, in the physical reality. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, uh, um, I, I had help from my family and I had help from my other family. For me, the, the other beings were not spiritual beings. They were like brothers, like people that that my, my, my family that uh, brought me here and so for me it was natural uh, so I had help from both sides <laughs> so this other family um, how do you perceive them did they look as physical as <coughs> me right now or is it more like they had another quality to their energy or could you try to explain how you you know would interact with them and what they are in a sense well, the first, the first beings that I saw that were talking to me were seven monkeys. So it was really weird. And I, <laughs> yeah, I don't usually explain that, but um, uh, there were seven monkeys until my six years old. Then I start to see ele uh, um, elemental beings like uh, gnomes and fairies and so. And then I start to, I, I began to see um, angels like people, but dressed like normal walking around and talking to me and then uh, the next step was like being very very tall uh, with no face uh, they were all shiny very long like bold and and they didn't talk with voice they talked here the voice were resounding here and i told them why did i see all these creatures and they said we don't want to scare you until because you were a child so, so they, they, they were choosing like images in my brain to be more accepted by a child. So, so I understood that in the fourth, fifth dimension, they have not a shape. So they just project the shapes that we can understand. Yeah. Fascinating. <clears throat> so is this your family in a sense? Does that mean that you feel like you're coming from a place where your family is? And is that so with every one of us that we kind of have a cosmic family out there? Well, it's, um, it's not like th that we have a cosmic family, but uh, it is like, for example, I'm, Ar I, I'm an Argentinian, but my family come from, from Italy. So I am like bounded to Italy, even if I am not from there, but my whole DNA, my whole soul is bounded to Italy in somehow. So this, uh, but th this doesn't mean that my whole story comes from Italy. For sure, some people from Italy, from my family, they came from Greece and from Greece, from Turkey, or who knows? So, um, so in the cosmic realm, it's almost the same. So. I am bounded to Sirius, to the constellation of Canis Major. Uh, I used to live uh, two or three lives there <coughs> in, in two different planets. So I am related to the family of Sirius uh, people, as many others with Pleiades and Arturus or whatever. But this doesn't mean that they are our family. It means that we, our soul went through that experience before coming here. So that's why we are more bounded to, to them because it was the last 
uh, spot when we were before Earth. Right, okay. So you had a, a life there. You, I know you remember several lives, but, uh, but let's talk about that one. I've always wondered how it looks like there. <laughs> do they have like uh, physicality like we do? Uh, or is it not even possible to explain because our human minds cannot understand how things work there? In serious? Yes. Where, where I lived? Yeah. No, no, they are, they are physical. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Where I lived, it was physical. Yeah, it was uh, 3D matter. But they, they used to, the way of traveling was in the fourth dimension. So it was different. So um, they were able to go into the, into the fourth dimension also. But normally we were in the third dimension. Uh, for myself, um, uh, my my body was like three meters tall with a long head like elongated like a cone and dark eyes like brownish gray skin uh, um, long fingers um, small mouth and nose uh, like a typical uh, alien but some stuff were different and we used to dress uh, not much stuff um, and we used to talk, communicate more telepathically uh, because we, we were like three races in the whole world um, and we accomplished like a, like a government for the whole planet because we were we had like three brains like not uh, right and left uh, we had these two and other and one more so we accomplished to to talk with the mind and that changed our way of, of society because they were not lies because we could hear everything uh, every thought so so the evolution took us to a different <coughs> kind of um civilization in which we were we were like ants or like bees uh, but uh we were known as the architects of civilization we we understood very well the geometry of creation so we were the ones like um, helping other planets in evolution, how to create um, quantum machines to to connect with the whole. And uh, it, it was compared to Earth, it was very boring. <laughs> compared to what? Sorry. Co compared to the planet Earth, it was very boring. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there was no much culture. Um, here is too fun. <laughs> so uh, this <coughs> planet, uh, would you say that these were higher um, evolved beings in a sense that that is assisting, for instance, us? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. are they then? Um, is that would you say it's a past life, or is it actually that you would say perhaps that you are existing there as well right now in a sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh... Uh, for me, it's like a past life because we are uh, bounded to this uh, third-dimensional world in the system of the sun. Uh, but um, according to the laws of gravity in different systems, um, some of the things that for me happened yesterday, there may be happened uh, thousands of years. Uh, for, just, just to know, the first life I had there when I was in charge of a neighborhood, um, uh, 
to solve problems of a group of people like uh, like that. Um, uh, there, uh, there were dinosaurs here. Oh. So, but <clears throat> yeah, but but um, after I died, um, well, before I died, I read that there was there was a plan of seeding seeds of Arturian systems that we didn't call like Artur Arturians, of course. Um, to plant seeds in three different systems, and one of them was here. We used to call this planet Anglusaha, and 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 I, I knew before I was dead in that life. It was like like I knew that there was a plan <coughs> of coming here. But the thing is that that plan uh, took took place like really shortly after my death in that time. But even though um, at that moment, there, there was human here, that there, there were human here. So, in 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 a short period of time in Sirius, huh. it's been like 60 million years in Earth. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't know exactly how it works, but right. <laughs> but I can tell that. I mean, when we speak about time, it's just impossible almost to speak about time. Um, yeah. What I got curious about now. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, was that okay? So these are the lives you still have birth and death in a sense because you said you died, yeah. uh, so that means that this is kind of a bit similar. They also have birth and death uh, on other planets, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, okay. yeah, they, they have. Uh, there are planets way behind in evolution that, that, than we are, and, and there are, of course, planets that. They are way ahead of us. Uh, uh, one of the, uh, for example, uh, Pleiades, the system of stars that is in, in the constellation of Taurus, um, uh, they they had too many suns in the system. Like uh, they are related with with many suns, so there is too much radiation, too much energy, as I can understand, and that made the evolution. Of them into light beams uh, because of radiation. So that's why they became like eternal because they don't need food to to keep the bodies going. They just use the energy of the suns um, like plants, but they transform constantly the the atomic uh, system of their bodies. So that's why. They kind of are like angels. You can see them like angels. Oh, that makes <coughs> sense. So, mm. so when you then died from this other incarnation, and then when then you became a spirit again, um, then I get curious. The spiritual world. Uh, I, I I mean, I guess that's that's it's a huge question also. <laughs> uh, but is it like you know? all the different uh, species, in a sense, kind of connects uh, in the spirit world. Uh, I guess I'm wondering... The spirit world, you mean? Yeah, when you died from being like on Sirius, mm -hmm. where did you go then? How did the spirit world look like? And I assume then that you meet spirit from all kinds of planets, in a sense. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, well, it, when you die, of course, you are not related to other planets. You are related to the fifth dimension or fourth dimension of this planet. Um, uh, because no, normally, um, normally the, the um, spiritual world that we call, it's the vibrational aspect of reality. So when you die in a planet, you are bounded to the vibration of this planet. You can stand the vibration of other planets. So, <clears throat> so until you don't get rid of all the vibration of this planet, you will still be attached to the systems of this planet. So that's why the fourth dimension for humans is really like if you had another life here. Uh, it's very similar. The fifth dimension is very similar because the beings in the fifth dimension, they look like humans because they are also bounded to the planet. So the, <clears throat> the, the whole system of the spiritual world, uh, it's like talking about organs and chakras. So every organ is the physical aspect and then the chakra is the energetical aspect and then they have a different vibration aspect but they are still in the same level. So the heart chakra is bounded to the organ heart. The vibration of the, of the rhythm, which is the law of the spirit rhythm, is attached to the heartbeat. Uh, so, <clears throat> so that's why when you go into the spiritual world, if you wear a cell on, a heart, on, on one heart, so you're going to be part of the chakra of the heart in the fourth and the fifth dimension. You're not going to be a part of a feet, of the feet, <laughs> you know? Um, so it's, it's like a big body. The cosmos is like a big body and it's all bounded by vibration. <clears throat> so you cannot be in Pleiades just like that. Even in the fourth and the fifth dimension, you need to be prepared uh, energetically to stand the vibration of Pleiades, for example. So, but yeah, okay. in the in the in the fourth dimension, space is relative, uh, and so so does the time. So you can go there. You can uh, be there if you have worked in order to accomplish a vibration according to that system. <clears throat> because okay. Okay, yeah, because uh, I got a bit disappointed there because I've always felt like I belong to the Pleiades and I will go straight back, but I assume perhaps that... Oh, you can, happen. you can, you can go, of course, but you have to work. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'll work hard. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, well, in other dimensions, it's, it's like here, for example, I don't know, you're in Norway, but maybe, I don't know, you, you want to go to Brazil and... Well, you have to to take an airplane and to work to buy the ticket or take a boat. It would take longer. Um, there's many ways to go there, uh, but the energy is different there. Of course, there is too cold and there is and Brazil is too hot. So you need to be prepared. You cannot bring a coat to Brazil. You have to, you know, it's kind of like that. So um, even though you, I've been there before, like even though I've had past lives there. Yeah, yes, because um, this is not, when you die, it's not like you are free, because uh, uh, we had a weird concept of what life it is. Um, life is not 
what you have now and then you die. Life is a constant in the universe that has some moments that stop and gone, stop and gone, stop and gone, but it's a whole life. So what you call death is just a low vibration of the body and then being born is like high vibration of the body. So that's life, the complete process, okay? So when you, when you are not, uh, uh, even if you have been there, you have densified your body and your soul in order to be here. So <clears throat> your soul now is related to this vibration here. So when you die, you still hold that vibration. So <clears throat> the, your life didn't end. Your life it's, is still going on. So what you have to do is to, to work in your life in order to be more light, to not to have so much heavy, uh, to, to have a coherent life. So when you die, you will be more light so that allows you to go wherever you want in the mind of the universe. But normally is, is we don't do that because we have so many things to work with. <laughs> so uh, that's why the fourth dimension of Earth is really full of people. <laughs> it's really full of people that are waiting to reincarnate once and again, once and again, until they find a way out. But it's not because it's like a prison. It's because we don't know how to change our vibration to be free from the system. So okay. Kind of, uh, Thank hmm. you for explaining this uh, in such a detail. I really appreciate that. Um, we get help, right, from these <coughs> benevolent yep. higher beings. So we can ask, <coughs> I'm just working with uh, um, a man I just interviewed now, uh, he's an angel intuitive and is helping me with connect with angels. Is that a way that we can then raise our frequency to work with these beings? Well, angels, for example, they are in the fifth dimension uh, and they usually are really bounded to us because they, we were, uh, we are the projection in the three-dimensional existence from their uh, existence in the fifth dimension so uh, that's why we are they are similar to us is because we are the program uh, the experiential program of them <laughs> so um, so that means that if they are in the fifth dimension they know the whole plan so that's why they can help us to to know how to use the system so that's why uh, asking uh, help or or having help from beings from the um, from the fifth dimension, it's 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 really good and really nice. Uh, uh, but also, um, one of the things that they would love us to do um, is to figure out for ourselves, <laughs> because it's, uh, this is part of why we are here. We are in a school trying to understand the systems that we have created. So we need to kind of. Uh, look for different ways, because the way of the fifth dimension <coughs> uh, is very different from the ways of the third dimension. So there are many things that maybe they say, you have to be ready for this, but you don't have the tools to accomplish that, but they see the potential that you have because 
they they can tell that you already have done it in the future uh, but you say how I don't know how so that's the experience that we need to to work with is uh, that's something that they cannot help us is something that we have to do so why do you think that you remember and not all of us it would be so easy if we could remember well it's not so easy <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not so easy, um, and it's not that someone decides it. It's not like there is a God saying, "Okay, you will remember. You not you see you do you not you know." It's not like that. There there's nobody deciding. It's about the preparation. It's about what you have done in your system, in your life, in your in your existence in the universe, your preparation, your kind of job in the universe, um, the missions that you had in the past lives. Um, all this related to what is happening. So, <clears throat> so um, every every one of us has a mission, and if we could remember everything that we have done, it would be impossible for us to concentrate in our own mission in this moment. So, um, uh, not remembering, it's like a like a help, a biological help. To concentrate on what you have to, to do now. Imagine, for example, for, for me, it was really hard because when I was 12 years old, I remember uh, everything that I have to do in this life, in the future, and I got really nervous because I, I said, I, I, I can't do it. Um, and I, I hadn't the tools, I had no idea how to do it, I was really nervous. Um, it was too big for me. Um, uh, and when you don't know everything that is going to happen, <clears throat> you kind of enjoy the preparation for what is going to happen. Because you can learn specifically what you have to learn now, because you think this is the most important thing, and then suddenly it's not, but you now have the tool. And then you go to do another thing. So. Um, it's all about concentration. It's all about to be focused in, in, in specific times. For me, for me, uh, uh, this life is like the concentration of many things that I needed to accomplish in this specific moment. So that's why I needed to remember specifically some of the spots of the, of the history so I could do it. But also, uh, we all are going, to, are going to remember sooner or late because it's not just about people, it's about the planet. The planet is the one that is remembering. So uh, soon, uh, the whole population will remember many, many things and stuff. Um, yeah, let, let's go there. Because uh, I saw a video where you were speaking about, I, I think it was a previous life, life that you had, that it was actually the planet uh, that had the thoughts. It was something about that you were a result of the planet in a sense. It, it was like a totally different perspectives that I've ever like, you know, seen before or, or heard. Uh, so Gaia, let's take her. So it's you're saying that she, when she remembers, then we will kind of be influenced by that and remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, our spirits 
has a story, they had a story, our souls, they had a story, but our bodies has a different story. And um, our bodies are not um, beings on earth, our bodies are earth. We are her, we are she, we are a part of her. We are not something from outside that came inside. So we are not earth and humans. It's not Gaia and humans, it's us, I am. It's the whole thing. So when spirits and souls come to this planet, they need to, um, to adapt to the process of, the, of, of earth. So one thing is our own path through evolution in spiritual uh, systems and a totally different is us as humans on the planet. So we, um, we are not here being individuals, we are here being a whole being. So whatever happens to us is what is happening to the earth. Whatever happens to earth is what happens to us. So if a lot of people is now aware of us being like a different consciousness, it's not because humans are awakening, it's because the planet is awakening. And we, as a result, remember. Wow. So, <clears throat> so um, we have to imagine ourselves like if every human is, like, is a neuron in the consciousness, in the brain of the planet. So uh, there are some neurons that hold some information, some other neurons that brings other information. Uh, so we are all different, but we are neurons in a whole system, in a body. So when the body changes its mind, the whole neurons start to work in order to balance with that change of mind or change of reality. So what we are living right now, for example, is like a like a reaction of the planet saying, wait a moment, I'm crazy? <laughs> because uh, I say that every culture we have, every country that we have created, everything that we have done in this planet right now, it's like a, uh, it's not like a mess, but uh, it's like a schizophrenia for the planet because the planet is just like trying to figure out who she is. So humans have awakened, uh, awakened in, in the moment of awakening of the planet. The planet is saying, who, who can I be? That's what she started to ask. So all the humans, all the cultures, all the countries are trying to figure out who we are. So, but now that we accomplished the whole picture of the planet and we have globalization, the planet says, oh, I am all this? So what is the truth about all this? So now every country is trying to be aware of the truth and so on. So it's like a process. It's like a kid that looks in the mirror and, and says, oh, that's me. Uh, what can I do with me? <laughs> so um, it's a process of evolution of the planet. It's wow. not just us. I thank you for that. I've never ever seen it like that. And I am noticing my whole body is like, I'm having some reactions. Like it, it's really touching. It, it, it touches yeah. me. Uh, I, I think I just felt connected to it. 
uh, and mm. it resonates, it makes sense. And also then I'm thinking that, you know, how man or humans have this conflict inside, then I can understand this conflict in a sense between body and spirit. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, pulled in different directions and awakening here and the understanding there. And... Wow. Yeah. Uh, would you say that there are any coincidences or is everything like uh, cosmically planned, like there's an order in everything or do we have a free will where we can, in a sense, mess things up? <laughs> um, well, we are very conditioned by many systems. Um, everything is very, very conditioned. Um, so it's not that everything is written, but everything has have uh, patterns. So um, the patterns that that we created are like something that is almost impossible to change. Uh, the only way we can change realities is from the mind that created those realities. So that's why it's so important to connect with the spiritual uh, consciousness that we have because the only one that has free will is the spirit everything the rest doesn't have real free will it has just an aspect of the free will which is uh, the decision of how to use the tools that we have so <clears throat> yeah we have to imagine this it's like uh if we um if we were um ourselves like uh, I'm a free spirit that says, I, I know everything about the universe. You know, I know everything. I, I can be related to any dimension. I can be everywhere, in every world, anytime. I can do anything. So what is challenging for someone that is eternal? The, the limits. So for someone that is constantly eternal that has every answer for everything limitations are the challenges so what uh, what the spiritual beings did was to challenge themselves in evolution to seek for different answers to solve problems to see if they can improve their own truth so imagine yourself saying okay I will prove my limitations so I will make other beings to build a house with no windows and no doors and they have to put me inside of it okay um <clears throat> inside of it and they will cover with a roof that house and no way out and and they will they will tell they will tell me oh but we are gonna give you we are gonna give you two tools to to go through the walls and they give you um, uh, um, how do you say a, uh, a pencil no not a pencil like um, oh, a, a brush or yeah like a brush yeah like a brush and some colors like oil colors and okay do whatever you want with that and they close it so um, now you have too many walls and you have to break the walls with a brush. So how do you start? So the thing is that we are all like that. We created a system 
to lim limit ourselves to prove the different ways in which we can open the doors of that reality that we have created. So it's not a prison, it's a proof. It's a test for ourselves. So whether you can take the brush and start to hit the wall, or you can paint a door and paint windows to see something, you know? So, <clears throat> um, so what is free will? Free will is what do you want to do with the tools you have? But you have conditions, only two tools and you're locked. <laughs> so, so, um, so the free will, what, what was the free will? That you created the brush, you created the paint, <laughs> and you created the house, and you decided to go inside. <laughs> so, that's, that's the free will. <laughs> right. Um, I want to go a little bit back to Atlantis. I, I'm very fascinated by ancient history, and I just had an, another interview with, I don't know if you know Jordan River. He has created Spirit Science on YouTube. We spoke about ancient Egypt. And mm -hmm. uh, from what I understand, you have, uh, have had a life in Atlantis, and what I saw in the video where you spoke about it, uh, you said it was 15,000 years ago. And I'm curious, curious to hear, I mean, time is interesting from one perspective though. So uh, I've heard that Atlantis it is even much older, like 200, 300,000 years ago. Yeah. Uh, and here I heard 15,000 years ago. So I'm curious, maybe did it last that long? Or can you tell us like a little bit about Atlantis? Yeah. Uh, most of the things that I remember from that civilization was because of my grandfather in that life, 12,000 years ago, that he told me how their grand-grandparents moved into Egypt at that time. Egypt didn't exist. It was a colony of Atlantis. And uh, why do I say 12,000 years ago and 15,000 years ago? Because of weather. Uh, I have a really, really big problem saying numbers. I'm like dyslexic, dyslexic with numbers, but I can tell the weather and the geography, how it was, uh, what I remember of how everything was. And according to my memories um, and how it was all distributed in the, in the planet at that time, um, it was the warm, uh, uh, the warm, warm glaciation. Okay, um, <clears throat> um, I did maps when I was a child of how the world used to look look like, and it matches with that glaciation that took place in between um, seventeen thousand years ago and ten thousand years ago. So uh, ten thousand years ago, it it ended. Uh, and I remember that we were in the last period of the of the final um, glaciation. So that's why I used to say it was 12,000 years ago because it matches with the weather, with the geography, and what was happening in that in the planet at that moment. So um, 200,000 years ago was the time when the fathers and mothers of Atlantis arrived to this planet. We were humans, <clears throat> but we had also some people that modified our way of living, our civilization, everything. And they came at that time. So, um, Where did so, they come from? Do you mean like uh, beings from outer space came? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 
uh, so they came and they they made some tests and proofs to 200,000 years ago because it was the moment when the Homo sapiens sapiens appeared on the planet. So that mean that that was the sign for those beings was the sign that says, oh, this planet is getting aware of itself. So I remember that plan from Sirius. Whenever there's a species that can say, I am, and reflects it, it, itself, it's the moment to recognize that, the, that that planet is being aware of itself. So it's going into the direction of creating a portal in between dimensions. So that's why they choose this planet. It's 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 not because humans, <laughs> but humans was like were like uh, we were like a sign of of awareness of the planet. So um, <clears throat> so that brought them to this system, and they start to to uh, we say seed the seeds of their own civilizations to see if they were able to live in this planet and create a civilization according to what they were expecting. So it took like 150,000 uh, 150, years yeah, to develop a civilization that was, uh, no, a, a being that was able to incarnate the souls of those beings from other systems. So uh, we could say that uh, the civilizations that we usually call Lemurians and Atlanteans, um, also the ones in the north and other other groups that were all around the planet, they were tested uh, for many years until we could be the perfect species to download the information that they were willing to to download. So um, so the last period period of that civilization, of Atlantis civilization, was during the age of, uh, of Virgo. And the age of, of Virgo was around 15,000 years ago. So... Okay, I think I almost got that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, in a way, are you saying that we are actually these other beings? Like, we are a result of them? Like we are like a combination of them. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm curious about Egypt and uh, the pyramids and Sphinx and all these major colossal structures. What was that knowledge that came from these beings and why did it disappear? Like this knowledge. <laughs> yeah, uh, this, um, the system of uh, pyramids uh, was was a system designed and downloaded during the period of Atlantis because um, the goal of the structure was something that some planets designed. For example, in, in Gludok, the planet of Ceres that I used to live, we had pyramids too, but they were not with four faces. They were with three faces. And uh, the structure of this uh, of these pyramids, what, what they... <clears throat> what they uh, taught us about why do we have this, uh, why do we have to build these systems, is because in the third-dimensional, three-dimensional realities, in order to 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 get into the network, which is the core and the void, 
um, to connect with the whole divine, you need a structure that represents the sphere in three dimensions. And the structure that represents a sphere in three dimensions is like an octahedron that holds the whole system. And these octahedrons should have also uh, a bending faces creating like a wave. So that's why the pyramids doesn't have uh, four faces, but they have eight faces, uh, down, up, down, up, like creating a wave. So they are space and time at the same structure. So what they created with this pyramid was a network, like a computer system, that uh, helped the civilizations to download or upload any information from the evolution from any system of the galaxy to the core of the planet and from the core of the planet to any system of the galaxy. So this was like um, a place to, um, in Atlantean times, we, uh, we used to call, to name the, 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 the system uh, like creating humans into gods, <clears throat> something like that. Because um, in Atlantean times, we didn't believe in gods and goddesses. Um, that that's a misunderstanding. Uh, we understood the divine in every aspect. Wow. So uh, we call the divine of the nature, the divine of this and that, that. And we and the priests and priestesses were the divine of knowledge. So that's why in Egypt they related the priests and priestesses with gods, uh, and they put animal faces like attributes of those gods. But, um, but they were priests and priestesses working in the divine. And the pyramids were like the last test to connect with the divine within. So they were like machines, like quantum machines, to connect with the core of the planet and the core of reality. Um, and as many we have, according to every portal in every constellation, we were able to download more information to, to the core system of the planet. So we understood at that time that the planet was like a spaceship. We, some people used to call it like that today, um, like a spaceship, a living spaceship, because uh, it helped us to, you know, the, the, the people that wants to, that looks into the sky and they want to go to the heaven, uh, they are going um, I would say they, they're going away from the goal of the main consciousness because if you understand how the universe works is expansion is chaos and um, and experiences but contraction is integration okay so the better way to go into the real core of reality is if you go to the core of the planet not to the stars. Mm. And that's why they created a system to download the stars into Earth. And we used to call that system Atar Tumti, that, that means bringing heaven to Earth. And that was the plan that I remember when I was 12 years old, um, how to download the stars into the planet. That's why how to, be, how to become ourselves like gods, how to download information from all these alien beings from the different aspects of the divine and the pyramids, the structures, 
were machines to help us accomplish that 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 thing and and the reason why uh why it stopped uh well the things that you asked about the things the the pyramids were all the pyramids most of the spirit of the pyramids were built uh before or a bit after the glaciation time so the, the egyptian pyramids has like 10 to 12,000 years old and and the things is a bit uh older um and it, it didn't have the face of a, of a person it was a lion mm -hmm. and um it was all painted in red and the face has many colors and the chambers below we storage information in basins of water because in Atlantean times we didn't write much. Uh, we shunted the information. <clears throat> so all the books were written in water. So whenever we wanted to learn stuff, the priest was singing and we were drinking water while doing that. So that's why it's nothing written, not even in the walls, <laughs> because it's, it was all about vibration. That's why it's lost. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for explaining this. This is, oh my goodness, how fascinating. Um, I know you got to go now. Uh, just tell us, how do you work now? I, I know your mission is really to help people understand this. Uh, are you, you know, is it a dream to write books? Are you tra uh, traveling? Not right now, but like, tell us a little bit about how you work and how people can, you know, learn more from you. Um... Well, I'm I'm trying to be every day a little bit more human than I am. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I, according to my plan in 2022, uh, my mission according to the 12,000 year story finished. So uh, I have only two years to do it right. <laughs> so um, so all information about what I'm going to do in these next two years is is to uh, to reconnect the network of I am. Uh, so um, since the time of Atlantis, when the, the glaciation uh, ended, um, the whole the whole system like sh shut down. Uh, and it's been like 12,000 years with nobody going to the spots where these keys and doors are in the planet for the network of consciousness. So what um, what I am going to do in these next two years is to go to all these spots uh, in a trip that will take two years, and that's my 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 mission for now. Um, so in my social media, in uh, in everything, well, I have a foundation that it's helping me to 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 well with all the people that follows me to raise the money to do the trip because it's a difficult trip <laughs> and um and uh, what i'm trying to do is to help people to understand that we are earth that um that if we are balanced and coherent with ourselves with her we evolve uh, so my goal by now is to to help people to understand how the systems of dimension, of co-creation, of uh, soul, spirit, body works, and how all this evolution system of the planet, when it gets like, um, not perfect, but 
working a little bit more in, in a network of consciousness in the planet, which I am to 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 work with in these two years. Um, what I'm willing to do is to again download these systems from the other dimensions here, so we could download new information for economics, education, politics, architecture, and all the systems that we uh, that a lot of people is channeling, but that the planet is not holding it because we the, the network is not is not strong enough to to hold a new system. So uh, right now I'm trying to do that. <laughs> wow, powerful. Um, and just yeah. if you can say, what can we do? Do you have any advice? What can we do to help this process? Well, we have to be more coherent. Uh, and coherent means we need to ask ourselves if what we are doing in our lives is exactly what our emotions wants, what our body needs, what our spirit or mind uh, are creating. So um, thinking. <clears throat> so uh, it's it's so simple that it's difficult. Um, uh, it's uh, the simple is uh, think if what you do, what you feel, and what you think matches. If it doesn't match, so you are not incoherent. Mm -hmm. And what and first that, and then if also is coherent with the environment. If the people that you meet, the people with you, who you work with, um, the whole system around, mm -hmm. if it doesn't matches, it's because you are not coherent. Mm -hmm. Coherent is not to be moral, like not to be in a cultural moral, you know, mm -hmm. like moral. Mor um. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not to follow a line. Mm -hmm. That's be, being coherent. Uh, so coherent is if you are coherent with yourself, with the line of yourself. And uh, it's not about spirituality. It's not about that. It's not about how much we meditate. It's about how much we uh, we deal with ourselves and we are coherent with the environment. The, the, I, I think that uh, there will be a lot of people that are not spiritual, that doesn't believe in what I'm saying, that are most useful for the system that many of the people that is working in the spirituality. So it's all about to be coherent with the system, with the system of the earth, not the system of humans. <laughs> so, um, so I guess that's the most important task to do. And uh, my guys used to tell me that to, in order to put order to that, uh, <coughs> we, need, we need to take care of what we eat, eat better, uh, to breathe better and to laugh more. Okay. That those are the three main things that we have to take care of. I love that. Really tangible tools. That's yeah. great. <laughs> you know, uh, I just got to say, this is one of the most profound interviews I've had. Uh, it was such a pleasure, such a joy to be here with you today. And um, thank you so much for showing up and sharing in such detail um, all this knowledge. Uh, wow. Thank you for your work and thank you so much for today. <laughs> thank you. Thank you too. And thank you so much for watching everybody. Much light from here. Bye bye.
Bye. Hi everybody, thank you so much for watching this video. If you liked it, please subscribe and click the thumbs up and click the bell in order to get notifications of my new videos. Now I also have a free gift for you. If you want to become a conscious co-creator, you can click on my free meditation below called Meet Your Future Self where you have the possibility to co-create with the highest future version of 